Evening Hot Dog Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Audetta Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the highly caffeinated Adam Higgins, the Audetta. And this is a show where I share my ramblings and what's going on in my life and rants and all the fun crap that's in my head. I make fun of some assholes in the news because sometimes assholes need making fun of. And I tell you about a podcast that I think you should check out because sharing is caring. And I just like to do it. (laughs) Uh, Disjointed as fuck, right? (laughs) All right. Thank you once again for joining me. Oh, man. Let's just say, man, I I am sitting here chugging the uh, Death Wish... Uh, Valhalla Java uh, and man I need it <laughs> I last night at work I didn't get home until after 5 o'clock this morning and if you if you follow along with the home game I have to get up around 6 yeah, 6.30 to help get the boys out the door for school in the morning so yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a tad tired. Yeah, I I've been pounding the hardcore super caffeinated stuff all morning. But that's not even why I've been so busy. I mean, I guess I I can't say I'm necessarily super busy right now. I'm going to be super busy in the upcoming days, weeks, months, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Um so I've I've talked about my podcast editing kind of side business and part of that business the odd dead out voice productions as it is is not just podcast production and editing but it's also voiceover because i can't do anything just the right way in a in a normal world these would be two completely separate entities i'm lazy put shit together anyway but One of the things that I offer in that service is voiceover stuff. And in relation to the podcast stuff, it's a matter of, you know, record an intro, outro stuff. Maybe you need a commercial or something for your podcast. Maybe you need me to make a trailer for you. Something like that. That's what that is in, in that, in the podcast context, usually. Well, you'd also know. One of the things I've done recently is getting into voicing characters for some podcast audio drama stuff, like the work I did, I mean, way back when I was a voice of uh, Roger Ebert on an episode of The Story Behind during the Clue series. I don't have the episode pulled up right now, but it was the one about the movie, uh, Story Behind the Movie Clue. Anyway, and I've done a couple parts for uh, the sitcom podcast 2000 DC. And so, you know, I'm enjoying the voice work and I'm enjoying the voice acting and getting to do stuff. But it's funny because I've, for the most part, 
always played these sort of characters. I've played these kind of out there weird characters in that, well, Roger Ebert, not so much a weird character, but playing like the weird French waiter with the obviously horrible fake accent, which yes, I put on the worst fake accent, the worst like fake French accent I could ever come up with. Um, and I did the really distraught, uh, <laughs> redneck missing his turkey in, in an episode of 2000 DC. Because if you're in Washington DC and you're missing your turkey, you, you're going to have to be a redneck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing, I played it up as this really, you know, distraught redneck. Fine. But it's kind of funny because at this point I have yet to play a part where I'm playing it straight. My wife would say, I'm not capable of playing anything straight, but that's a whole other line of humor. <laughs> but it's kind of, it, it's interesting to me that I've, I've been getting these kind of character parts where I know it was like that, that's my personality is very much doing those characters. And short of that one episode that I just got stuck in characters and kept kind of bouncing around and all that little chunk of my psyche for a while i don't express a lot of that here that doesn't come out here as much which is kind of funny considering this is an outlet where i let myself go so much and just put everything out on the table that here is not the place where i'm like i'm doing all the weird crazy character stuff and i wanted to do that in the very beginning but it never kind of came through but I kind of, it's, it's funny though, that those are the jobs and the, the parts that I get is to do these kind of weird characters. And of all the people that have been on those sh- like that have been on those shows, like doing, uh, the, the parts for 2000 DC, very few of them play weird characters for the most part, everybody's playing it straight, which is kind of funny, but the other thing is, like, is like me being busy and getting in, and the voice acting bit is that I have basically secured, I've been, um, I have lined up parts in two more audio drama podcasts, one of which I will be talking more in depth later, and another one, it's a new show, um, Another kind of sitcom thing. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it uh, theoretically, I don't know, could turn into more of a, a, a regular thing. I don't know. It's a new thing, but I'm, I'm really excited for this because it's giving me as like, I'm, I'm, I'm not just playing like, here's a little monologue for, you know, weird Turkey guy, or here's a couple lines with the waiter. This is kind of like, you could say this is my big break. In audio drama, I'm playing a major character. I'm actually, you could say I'm playing a lead role in at least this first episode that I'm doing. And it's, it's, it's exciting and it's nerve, it makes me nervous. And it's one of those things where I, my wife went to school for theater. She was a theater major up until she is now a library science major. But I, I kind of, fall back to her for direction 
because yeah, I'm I'm probably not the best person with self-directing at this point. I'm relatively new into the voice acting voiceover world, so I'm I'm not the best director, and I will say that. I'm not the best director. But I'll also say, and if you if you know the difference between me here and me out in the world, even just the difference in my voice and tonality, which you know, a couple of weeks back you got the me dialed down not on the microphone voice, which I'm I it's really hard for me to do. It's really hard for me to turn that back on and switch over just because you put me in front of a mic and I, like I I said before, I pitch up, but I kind of default back to her. It's like, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about how to, you know, I'm thinking about this. What do you think about how like to play this part? And with this, she has no frame of context. She cannot, she's got nothing for me. I'm like, Fuck, I have to build this character and I'm technically playing an existing character, but I'm changing him. And so it's like I'm playing a known character, but then it's a new twist on a known character. And I'm like, do I play it straight? Do I play the straight man in this show? Or do I go really weird and out there? And so I'm I'm trying to I've gotten creative decisions to make. And so I, I'm excited. I'm super excited for this. Like I said, I'm basically, I've got, it's essentially, if if this were a TV show, I've got the headlining role right now. And this is exciting. And I'm not saying I'm the star of the show or anything, but in this particular episode, I got the lead spot and it's so cool. But I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because this is a big step for me in this whole thing. And no, I'm not getting paid. Um, but I'm also not trying to right now because I have been doing this for a matter of months in minuscule amounts. I'm not a big professional fancy voice actor yet, so I'm not expecting to get paid. But no, not even 24 hours. I bet it wasn't even 12 hours from getting in contact with that uh with the host, the creator of that show and the, and, and getting kind of squared away with that part. I think I'd barely had my script yet. <laughs> you know, one of those, Hey, I'll, I'll send you the script when I'm, you know, out of work kind of thing. And I got my script and I'm going through it and I'm reading through it and I'm trying to kind of visualize it in my head and how would I play this? And then I, I see a message pop up from, the host of another show that I've been a big fan of, which I, I'm like, I, I've been pestered. I think I've mentioned before. Um, I've, I've kind of pestered uh, Jocelyn from uh, Poplar Cove about season two for a while because it was, it was quite, I think it's about a year and a half now since season one ended. And it was one of those, oh yeah, it's supposed to be back in December and it didn't. And then I was like, well, maybe she's going to like start season two in the, around July because that's when season one started was and it was like takes time to write and record and blah 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 and all the production side of it okay no problem and then nothing happened and then so I I was kind of keeping touch with her and kind of pestering her a little bit and I I basically nagged her at one point to a point where she actually made like a mini episode where basically here's what's the status of the show and and, uh, season two is coming but in the meantime, 
because things, you know, time and li- people have lives and families and jobs. Basically, the entire original cast had to move on with life and getting jobs and moving away and having families and all that stuff. And so the entire show is kind of getting reformatted and re and reshuffled and needs a new cast. And so there's, and so I kind of, I've been, you know, poking a bear and, and things like that to the point where, because she basically gave this whole update before, well, she announced yesterday, again, I get this first part yesterday morning, last night I'm sitting at work, like taking, like sipping my coffee and see this, uh, a post come up saying that she's looking that she's announcing the the season two is coming and she's planning to start recording soon and she needs voice actors and I'm like me 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 which I've we've talked before about hey whenever you you start I want to do I'd love to do something with the show and so she's been like absolutely you got it and it's been really awesome so. As soon as she posts that up, I'm like, I'm all super giddy because season two is coming. But then like, hey, me, 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 I'm totally. And then, you know, conversation back and forth with her over, you know, me wanting to do this. And so I'm excited to get to be, it's a two in two days. And even again, not even in 24 hours, I've managed to land parts of some capacity on two different audio dramas. One is new. One is one I'm a big fan of, and I've been nagging her to get started again, but <laughs> I'm her accountability buddy. I'm going to sit there and, you know, cattle prod her like, no, keep writing. No, uh, but <laughs> no, I won't. She lives in like the Pacific Northwest, which compared to a lot of my other podcast friends actually isn't that far, but like I think if you could dis- if you've seen Twilight, I think you could probably describe where she- the area of the country she lives is like that's where she lives. It's like Twilight Land. I don't know if she's got sparkly vampires there though. But anyway, but I'm I'm excited and I'm like I'm looking at this because I've got actually, I've got a really busy week now because you know, besides doing the show today and if again one of those you saw me on social media if you saw Yesterday, I planned on planning the show. I planned on doing all this show prep and having everything ready. But a nice, clean, smooth, flawless thing. So the show was going to be nice and smooth. And maybe I was going to even record it. Fuck, maybe early and, and all that. No. I sat there and I go in and log in to start, you know, building the show notes and getting everything together. And what did I do? I started tweaking the website because, look, a squirrel. Um, because fucking ADD. And so I sat there for like two hours where I could have probably done all the show notes and done the show artwork, which incidentally would have had to change, but I could have gotten the show notes, at least the skeleton of the show notes put together and had all that ready for me for recording and it had been the whole process had been smoother, but no, I can't do that. I have to crunch time. Well, <clears throat> I do all these super stupid little superficial things. Like I changed the subscribe buttons, things like that. Um, I updated the contact page, you know, little shit that nobody's going to notice unless you really need those things. 
that's what I did. And I'm, I was looking at it today thinking, oh, I need to change this. I need to change website tweaking. Every time I'm, I'm there, I'm wanting to tweak shit. And it's like, oh, let me change this. And maybe, maybe this should be a drop down menu. Shit like that. Just, I get so fucking distracted by it. I want the website to be perfect. Never mind that I still haven't started building the fucking website for the voice production side of this whole thing and the business side. No, the free podcast that I've been doing for three and a half years now. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm devoting all of my time to. Eh, what the hell? Not the business that theoretically could make me money. Because I'm stupid. Whatever. But I, I, I did all, and I was sitting here and I'm doing all this. Well, I'm doing all that yesterday. And now, well, today is recording day. And because my dumbass didn't do any prep yesterday, this morning, it was all the prep and the artwork. And uh, oh, you know what? Shit, change the artwork, change the entire thing. I literally threw out today's format after I'd done everything. Did all the notes, had everything, mostly, like the format and everything laid out for the show. Fucking chucked it. I was like, oh shit, you know what? I'm going to do this instead. Yeah, really, that happened. Threw all that out. Had to redo everything. It's only half done right now while I'm recording. I've got to finish all the shit afterwards. Well, then recording. Finishing all that other shit. Then releasing it. Never mind. All the editing and all the, the piecing and the, the, all the, the, the mumbo jumbo you in the background. You know, bumpers don't line themselves up. But doing all that stuff. Creating the show for the day. Basically, it's, it's show day. My whole day is, is creating the show. Tomorrow, I'm going to be sitting down recording for this month's uh, guest feature. Which I'll, I'll talk again. I'll talk more about it later. I kind of like leaving the uh, guest of the month kind of a surprise. I don't know. Um, I may. I'm just because I realized if I that's only twelve guests a year, so I'm I'm really considering maybe working in more guests um, just because it'd be fun. Because I've got a lot of podcast friends that I want to get on the show and talk to, and so I'm I'm probably going to do more of that. But anyway, tomorrow I'm going to be recording for this month's big guest segment. Friday, I've got to record all of my lines for the that first show that I need to get those to him for this weekend. And so I've just got a very busy couple of days. Never mind marketing and, and you know, publishing show, you know, posts and things and doing all the social media jibber jabber and all that stuff. So it's, it's busy. It's just busy. But I, I man, if it's. I'd rather be busy than not, really. I'm not going to be sleeping for shit. I'm going to be chugging the death wish like nobody's business for the next couple of days. But I'd rather have all these things to do than not. I'd rather have to get up and and start doing the things and it's like, nope, I got to get this done because it's got to get done today. And so I'd rather have that. And yeah, it's probably going to be stressful. But hey, I, I wouldn't, if I didn't want it, if I didn't want it, you know, I, I, I volunteered guy says, Hey, I need actors for my new podcast. I raised my hand, you know, popular coves coming back. We need actors. I raised my hand that said, pick me, pick me. You know, I started editing podcasts because I want to pick me, pick me, pick me. You know, that's, that's me right now. I want to do all these things. 
you know, I want to do more with this microphone other than sit here and ramble at you for an hour a week or however the hell long I ramble each week. So, you know, that's, 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 that's me right now. So if I, I'm busy and it's my own fault and I can't really bitch about it, but that's enough for rambling for right now. I'm going to take a break, get you guys some promos to listen to, and I will be right back with the news. I'm Megan. I'm RJ. And we host Oh No Lit Class, a comedy literature podcast that tells you all the strange and sexy facts you never knew about the books you had to read in school. Every episode is a fun foul-mouthed spark notes for your ears filled with author bios plot summaries bad impressions and megan singing it's mostly you that sings no i sing well she sings poorly that's not true so come listen to us ruin classic literature one book at a time at onolitclass.com or wherever you get your podcasts oh no lit class we're for kids no we're not Hello, it's Heather from the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. In association with Geeks Rising from the 9th to the 16th of March, or 10th to the 17th if you're here in New Zealand, 2019, we are hosting the first 2019 Sunshine Summit. It's a week of live streams with amazing content creators and the theme of celebrating connections. All of the details for the upcoming summit, as well as replays from our previous events and where the live streams will be happening, can be found at sunshinesummit.live. A huge thank you to the patrons of Sunshine and Power Cuts for making that possible. So check it out, and if you know the guests, we'd love for you to come and celebrate with us. And if they are new to you, come along, learn more about them, and we look forward to celebrating connections with you. Alright, I've got two stories for you. I've got a douchebag and something grosser than a douchebag. But yeah, let, let, let's start with that. Let's, let's go gross first, right? Alright, <laughs> companies selling pre-infected tissues so you can get sick on your own time. Yeah, um gross so uh, a new startup <laughs> uh, i can't pronounce it it's spelled v-a-e-v vave maybe i don't know uh, <laughs> they are basically selling tissues like you know kleenex that are pre-infected with the cold so that you can use these uh, and and basically infect yourself when you want to. Like, hey, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Grab one of these tissues, sniffy sniffy, and n- now you're sick. Well, ain't gross. Um, because how are you doing that? But the fuck? I mean, okay, I understand when you don't want to go to work or whatever, and you call in sick, but you know what? I'd rather fake it than voluntarily actually get myself sick because who the fuck wants to be sick being sick sucks what the fuck kind of masochistic bastards are fucking coming up with this shit and apparently these 
things have sold out. People actually want to do this. People actually want these things. And the, the, the makers of this, they're, they think, and I, I don't know. Now, okay, rewind. From a logical perspective, the best way to build up immunity to diseases is to kind of interact with them. So, theoretically, if you're sitting there with flu, with flu tissues, you could build up a resistance to the flu. You could also fucking get sick, and I think their intention is to get sick. But they're looking at it, to quote, on their website, we believe using a tissue that carries a human sneeze is safer than needles or pills. <sighs> safer for what? That's kind of the thing. It's what's, what is safer? Because you're, you're infecting. I mean, it's, yeah, this is the same principle as, as uh, vaccinations. You're infecting yourself with a weakened form of the whatever disease to build up a resistance. Ah, it's still gross. It's still a used tissue. <laughs> that, 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 ultimately, that's it. It's still a used tissue. It's still gross. But moving on, something not gross, but way more shitty. Fight breaks out at wedding when the groom starts hitting on the teenage waitress. Yeah, I told you, douchebag. So, this dickhead in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. This guy, at his own wedding reception, apparently starts flirting with and hitting on the, like, underage teenager. Probably, like, maybe 16-year-old, it doesn't say, because it's very, you know, firmly implied that she was a minor. But the, uh, he starts hitting on the waitress. This was probably, considering you've got, like, a teenage, you know, underage waitress at a wedding... She's probably like a cousin or something like that to the bride or somebody. She's probably somebody's family for one. But anyway, and this and it, this is at a country club. Blech. So rich snooty bastards at a country club hitting on the underage teenage waitress. But wait, there's more. After she shoots him down repeatedly. And he's sitting there, he's like, hey, man, you know, we can do whatever you want. I'll, I'll you know, like, fucking sleazeball. Apparently, he follows her into the women's restroom, yanks her into a stall, and starts groping her and, and, and quote, exposes himself at his own wedding. This is at his own wedding reception at a country club. This dickhead is not even, he's not flirting with the waitress. He's fucking sexually assaulting an underage girl at his own wedding reception. What the fuck? You know, of course, because he's groping on, it's like she gets away. They called police. Because after all this, dude starts fucking throwing punches and going, I, I'm going to assume he's drunk because, and it, it, it doesn't say, but I'm assuming he's drunk because after all that, he's fucking fighting everybody. Now, maybe girl gets out of the bathroom 
and starts screaming, oh my God, he's, you know, doing this. And somebody comes to defend her and, you know, it comes to blows. Perfectly fine. Somebody should have knocked his ass the fuck out. Yeah. I don't care if it's your wedding. You deserve to get socked in the mouth. But yeah, dude starts, you know, cussing out the cops and he starts trying to fight the cops. Dude was, oh my God, what a fucking dickhead. I mean, at his own wedding, it's, it, it, not to make it any, not that it would make it any better, but if this were just a normal Tuesday, this would be shitty behavior. This would be completely unacceptable behavior on a random Tuesday in June. Just pick the day. This is at his wedding. His wedding. For the bride's sake. And there are no references to her in the story. For her sake. I am hoping she walked right back into the whoever did that and signed off on some shit and said, hey, can you white out your signatures here and just, can we just undo all of this bullshit? Because fuck that guy. Because seriously, the only thing that could possibly be worse than his behavior at the wedding is if she stayed with him after that. Because, I'm sorry, he ruins the wedding. Not that that's really grounds for divorce, but the sexually assaulting an underage waitress at the wedding, I think that's grounds for divorce. Or annulment. Fuck, you've been married an hour. Go sign that shit. Somebody get me a Sharpie. I'm just going to black out all the signatures on this, throw this in a shredder, throw that shredded shit into a fire pit. We're not married because fuck this guy. What a jackass. Of course, I've got links to these dickhead stories. And if you if you want to read more about them, there wasn't too much of the stories. But if you feel like reading them yourself and getting more angry, help yourself. Links in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. Of course, you, all of the, the little social medias and the subscribe buttons are there. Like I said, I updated all the subscribe buttons. So whatever service you're using, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Radio Public or wherever you're listening, there's a button to subscribe. And if there's not a button there for you, let me know. I'll, I'll get it. I will find it. I will get on that service and I will get the button put up there for you. Just click subscribe up there on the top of the page. All right. Spiel aside. One thing left to do this week. It's time to tell you about this week's recommended listening feature, Poplar Cove. <laughs> recommended listening. <laughs> Welcome to Poplar Cove, everyone. This town follows its own set of rules. Who are the Great Old Ones? Is that a rock band or something? You don't know of the Great Old Ones? Powerful deities from space with physical appearances that no human being could comprehend? Unless, of course, you drink enough coffee. <laughs> uh, Summon him with caution as mere men who have spoken with this beast have gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's silly. She talked about elder gods and how they have tentacles. If an elder god were to try and eat me, I should try to punch it in the nose and... No, 
Wait, maybe that was sharks. Fine. If you're not going to play nice, this reminds me of my favorite soap opera. I'm so glad that you're awake. Oh my, she looks delicious. I would like to smother her in barbecue sauce and nope, that's not right. What's going on in my head? Are you dizzy? Seeing double, hallucinating, delirious? Are you seeing characters from some foreign language floating up from the carpet? Are they forming words that you're suddenly privy to? Do you hear chanting of some kind when you're alone? Are they telling you how to summon the beast? I'm fine. Poplar Cove. <laughs> Sneak a little voyeuristic peek at the townies of Poplar Cove, an island community in the Pacific Northwest where it's constantly raining, the Fish and Wildlife Department have their own diner, and where Lovecraftian gods have a tendency of eating the residents. That about sums it up. <laughs> so, this is the show that is coming back for... It's highly anticipated second season soon, I hope. Much like Kim and Cat Stay Alive, this is a show that I was kind of turned on to through Facebook groups and seeing a post and uh, seeing a description of the show. And I'm like, hmm, I want to check this out, see what it's about. And I, it's just one of those like connected with the, the host or the creator because she actually doesn't host the show. She writes the show. And produces it, but for the most part, she's not actually in it. Occasionally, she pops up. There's a, a different narrator, um, all the, all these different characters that are played. For the most part, she's behind the scenes. She's all you know, back of the house. Well, kind of connected with her, and 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 we've become friends since then. And I I just got into the story of it and the listening to it. It's so weird. It is so weird, and I know jack shit about Lovecraft. Really, I know nothing about H.P. Lovecraft and and all of that whole mythology. Short of knowing Cthulhu is giant sky squid, about it. And that's that's all. That's the extent of my Lovecraftian knowledge. You don't have to know anything about it really to follow along the show. It just kind of creates a framework for the world that they live in where the old gods, the Lovecraftian gods, are a real thing, and the population of this town is strictly regulated by decree of the old gods. The population cannot change. Well, spoilers, it does. The population must remain constant 10,000. Through the course of the first season, hijinks ensue, Things happen, the population starts fluctuating, the gods aren't happy, and some shit goes down. Not a big spoiler. It's the most obvious sort of of a conflict you could have when that's a dynamic of the of the the world that it's in. What I love is that you start getting really sucked into the characters and the storyline, and it plays out like this weird soap opera. It is. It is super cheesy soap opera with the the super cheesy soap opera y sound effects. In where when I talk about like 2000 DC is every sitcom stereotype. Um, Poplar Cove is like every soap opera except 
It's a Lovecraftian soap opera. That is it. That is the best way to describe it, where you've got Cthulhu brand toothpaste. You know, I love, that's another thing. Through the, through the course of the show, there are these little commercials. And it, again, it kind of plays into the whole soap opera thing, like old school soap opera, like the origin of the name soap opera, where it was brought to you by Tide, whatever, you know. This, you know, this show, uh, as the world turns, is brought to you by Colgate, whatever, soap opera, where the show was sponsored by typically a soap brand. Anyway, they've got these cheesy commercials, which are all, again, Lovecraftian themed things and, and, and named for things that I can't pronounce. I'm not about to. I'm pretty sure when they recorded it, they just said gibberish and then played it backwards because... <laughs> That's about as distinct as the pronunciations could get for me, but it's, it's, it's such a great, it's so you get sucked into it and yeah, it's a horror comedy. It's horror in the sense that it's Lovecraftian humor, but it's utterly hilarious and it's got all the, those soap opera tropes like guy in a coma, uh, evil twin brother, you know, fake act, you know, just Weird, you know, weird scientist guy, you know, things like that. Long lost son suddenly returns to town, blah, blah, blah. All those, all those cheesy soap opera tropes are all in this crazy, twisted horror comedy soap opera thing. It's just fun. It is just a fun listen. I, the one thing that I regret about listening to it the first time through was that when I listened to it, season wasn't over. I, and it's one of those things with a serialized podcast like this, especially an audio drama where every episode is connected. You get into it and then you're waiting and you're like, that's the, the, the kind of stuff that you want to binge. And it is absolutely bingeable. Now I will say, and I was told this by Jocelyn, the creator, the main, the, the show is basically broken up into like episodes and half episodes. So every, between every main episode, was like a side thing to where you'd be like episode one and a half and episode one and a half is like something from Poplar Cove TV. It'd be like a game show and it'd be like, <laughs> like the Poplar Cove version of match game or of, um, love connect what was it love connection or something like that or jeopardy shit, whatever. But it's like their version of it. And but she, they pull off these whole big skits and I was like, this is awesome. This is great. And it would, and all those would kind of be interconnected because it's all, you know, in their world. And so it would take the characters that are in the main story that exist in the world. It's like, oh, it's the girl from the diner. Hey, it's the crazy doctor. Hey, it's the, the new guy, whatever. And they would all get thrown in and then the announcers are consistent and there's, you know, a rivalry with the announcer. It's hilarious. Um, I, it's, if I'm remembering right, there isn't swearing in the main episodes, but in the little half mini bits, the little mini skits in, in there, there is, because I know somebody was, and I know there were some F-bombs dropped in, in those mini episodes. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure I heard somebody told to get fucked or something like that. But either way, even with that, it's still, it's still great. It's still hilarious. It's still a fun show and if you have any sort of a twisted sense of humor at all you will absolutely love it i promise 
So go check it out. Of course, links in the show notes. Go to jocelyndevore.com slash poplar dash cove. Of course, again, links in the show notes because why type when you can click? Go on, binge all of the, the first season, check it all out. Keep an eye or ear or whatever out for season two, which I should be a part of. Hopefully, if she if she's nice and, and, and is my friend, because she's really awesome, and maybe she'll just, you know, give me some shitty something just to spite me for, you know, hounding her for all these months. But either way, <laughs> I, I poked her enough to get her up and riding again. That's all that matters to me. Even if I don't get to be part of the show, I at least nagged her until she got back up and riding. <laughs> anyway, check it out. Poplar Cove. Links in the show notes. Do it. Do it now. All right. All right. Enough of that. Thank you for listening in. You are awesome. Again, links to those weird jackasses in the show notes, along with Poplar Cove, which I swear I covered way back and I just couldn't find it. You know what? Great time to talk about it again. Anyway. Subscribe to the show at oddeadoutpodcast.com. I've said it a few times. All the new little buttons are there. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Share it on the social medias. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at odddeadout. You are awesome. You want to be more awesome? Go to the Odd Dead Out shop right there on the homepage. Get yourself a t-shirt or a coffee mug. Show it off. Tell your friends about this weird asshole sitting here doing all this weird shit in the show because you're awesome or just sign up on patreon i know i'm throwing a lot of shit at you but you know if i don't talk about it you don't know it's there anyway thank you again you're awesome i know i keep saying that but i i've only got so many words to describe your greatness because you are listening right now and you're awesome and you're a wonderful wonderful person who is going to share this with everybody you know and a bunch of people you don't know because, like I said at the beginning, sharing is caring. Yeah, and you care. You care. But, (laughs) all right, I'm going to get out of here. I've got so much more to get done. (laughs) Thank you so much. I've got some great stuff coming up in the next couple weeks, some great features that I will talk about later. But until then... I'm still Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>